Send it, bitch. Welcome back, podcast listeners. It's your boy, Need for Speed Knopf, and we got Charlie and, of course, Gary back in the mix. We're back for episode 7.5 of Not To Be Technical. Yeah, yeah. You already know what it is. No one calls you Need for Speed Knopf. That's the worst nickname yet. I feel like with all this uh, coaching you've been giving me while we drive and commute to work sometimes... I've become a more efficient driver. Oh my God. So it's my new name. I feel like you should stick to two beer knob. I think two beer knob yeah. actually has kind of stuck. I, so let's just roll yeah, with that let, one. Let's, yeah, I think two beer knob's the right way. But I, I do want to call out what Knopf's is referring to. He is probably the most passive driver ever. I'm a pretty good driver, but I've learned that, you know, sometimes in South Florida, you have to be somewhat aggressive to get anywhere, but not completely aggressive. So I have been training him, and he has been getting better. He's more confident he's in his decisions. For real. But yeah, so I, I get why you said that, but yeah, Two Beer Knopf's a better nickname. But as Knopf has alluded to, this is not a full episode. This is a half episode. So that's why it's 7.5. Uh, it's not really confusing at all if you think about it. It's really going to be our ninth recorded podcast episode now. Uh, we started episode zero. This is a half episode. So totally not confusing. 7.5. We're back. Gary's back. We're all back from vacation as well. Costa Rica is going to be the main topic here for today. Oh, baby. I can't wait to hear about Costa Rica. You guys got to bring me up to speed on this. We're literally going to be doing it live here on the podcast. Are we going to ask about Gary's vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny you, you ask, guys. I had a great vacation. I had a week off and... Uh, we went up to North Carolina, the wife and I, to visit some family for her birthday. And we visited Charleston, South Carolina in the middle of the week, which was very nice. It's a nice little historical town that you can walk through easily. So I would recommend it for anybody that hasn't been. But I'm sure Costa Rica was a little bit more ratchet well, for you Gary, guys. I, so heard that I can't you, wait to hear about that. You got very drunk one day and uh, lost your phone or died or... Something like that. Well, we so there's there's a surprising amount of wineries or vineyards uh, in North Carolina. So we kind of uh, one Sunday we we kind of did like a winery tour um, that started around noon, and that that was actually after a night of pretty heavy drinking. So it was like round two, and um, yeah, my phone died. I didn't. I forgot to charge it overnight. It was a big disaster, and uh, yeah, I had a bunch of. Um, you know, unread texts from Charlie that I uh, didn't respond to till from the next me? day. Just me? I think I think I had them from you and anonymous listener number one. Uh, if I oh, remember in the correctly. group chat, yeah. Well, I would Correct. say Gary, despite getting shit on our last episode about that, it was probably far safer than being in the middle of the Costa Rican jungle in the back of a random jeep with no phone service, like Novus found himself in, and myself too. But I, my phone did have service, I guess. Well, you you, yeah. you would have still been able to use Siri, though. Oh, right? that's right. Not we could yet. Use... You got you got to wait till iOS fifteen. Oh, no, Jump no, in the gun, oh, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> One of Novice's favorite iOS okay. fifteen upcoming updates: being able yes. to use Siri <laughs> offline. Yeah, in the middle of the jungle. Hey Siri, like, can you set an alarm for six a.m. Costa Rican time? That would have really <laughs> helped us out. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, no, but I feel like you were trying to get me to ask about how, that crazy night in Costa Rica, and instead I just brought up Siri. But anyway, yeah. So how did you end up record scratch? How did you end and, up? Another here? record scratch. No, situation? I was not fishing for that. <laughs> um, it was just related as we were talking about the phones. We're going to okay, start from the beginning with the Costa Rica trip. And again, this is the main topic of the podcast. We're going to get right into it. So how should, what would you think the start of the planning went, right? Let's start from like the basics. On a scale of one to 10, how well do you think we plan for this trip? So in terms of planning, um, I would rate this like a, a two out of 10. Fair. Um, but the execution was 11 out of 10. Uh, against all yes, odds, okay. everything worked out in our favor, especially when everything was completely against us. Yeah, it sounds like I'm fortunate to be like talking to you guys right now. Like you're fortunate to be alive. You you could have been in a potentially dangerous situation. You back know, we there. made a couple of or questionable decisions, <laughs> yeah, um, but for the most part, you know, things were were pretty safe and normal. Yeah. So. I guess from the planning perspective, so I turned 30 uh, just a couple days ago. So the whole thing was, you know, let's just do a quick last minute mm. trip. Who cares? Thanks, office. Uh, to uh, to somewhere random, right? So we had all these ideas. You know, first we want to go to Montreal, right? Uh, we've been talking about going there for a little bit. They're closed down right now uh, until actually- August 9th. That's right. The office already knows. So you can't go in there unless you have a real reason to be there, not some bullshit reason like us, like we just want to travel and be tourists or whatever. Fine. Looked at a few other places in the US. It could have worked out, you know, this and that. But then we saw cheap flights to Costa Rica. Like, that's perfect. This and that. You know, there's a bunch of things you could do there, you know. So great. We booked the t- tickets. Plane tickets, first day we book, American Airlines, straight out of Miami, going to uh, San Jose. Uh, you know, down there. Great. So we book these cheap flights. We get two other friends uh, on board with us. Last minute trip. Hell yeah. Sounds exciting. They're down for it. Ready to go. So a couple things that we waited way too long on. First one is booking Airbnb in a hotel. We probably lodging, you know, the main thing, just where where we're going to live and stay. Yeah. You know, the, the, one of the most important elements, right? I don't know why we sat on this so long. It was probably like two weeks since we like, or we had two weeks before the trip, but since we booked like the flights, right? So it was probably like what, like five days before our flight that we actually first booked an Airbnb, right? Less than that. Definitely <laughs> less than five days. It was like three at max. Oh shit. Okay. It was, yeah, like, so even it was like the Wednesday before yeah. our Friday flight, maybe, or like Tuesday yeah. or so. And, and, and we did start, a couple of times where we were just trying to at least land down like the location of where we wanted to go. Um, I would say shout out to my sister, Sabrina. She gave us a lot of like details after going to a trip to Costa Rica and what some of the areas are like, but we were still very unsure. And at first we were trying to plan to do too much by going to this place and this place, but then we realized there's a lot of driving and then we finally kind of nailed down the location itself. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, we went through the process of, you know, finding Airbnbs and hotels uh, which we were finding day by day were becoming slimmer uh, in the number of choices. Oh, yeah. And there was this beautiful Airbnb right outside San Jose. It was called the Architect's House. And this Airbnb was so cheap. It was like this huge mansion, like overlooking the mountains. It's that. And then it was booked like within like half a day of us seeing oh, yeah. it. I remember and I was I was sad about that one. But we were like, you know what? We want to go to one of the beachier towns. We weren't going to go to Hako like this time. It's just like a big beach there. A lot of people go there. It doesn't seem that different from like South Florida. Like, so I was like, you know, 
not not the trip to do this the type of thing. But then there was Manuel Antonio, which was recommended to us, right? It's a two and a half hour drive from the main airport that we fly into, right? So we do that. Okay, we need to get a rental car. Uh, Ubers were cheap too, but like Ubers aren't as reliable, but like they do drive that far down there for a cheap price. Uh, so we start trying to get a rental. Well, I guess we got an Airbnb in Manuel Antonio. Once we figured out we want to go there, there's this beautiful national park, a lot to do there. But this Airbnb that we found was perfect for the four of us, right? It had four bedrooms, overlooks the beach. There's like this pool there. I, I don't know. It's, a, it's an awesome area right in this downtown area by the beach. And there's claims of all these animals and wildlife that will be interactive with us, even at the Airbnb. Great. We, I would we, say a lot of the offerings also mention that, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, there's yeah. you know things that'll be around. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. So essentially this Airbnb and it's cheap too, like for what it is, like it was 200 bucks a night. And of course, Airbnb has other fees. But like that's like nothing. That's nothing compared to like, you know, what what it would be for like this type of thing normally. Right. So like, hell yeah, we book it. Uh, we book it for Saturday and Sunday. So the other thing too is this is like a weekend trip, and Costa Rica should not be a weekend trip. Like never Definitely should not. never should be a weekend trip. Like we left Friday, we came back Monday. So Saturday and Sunday were like the only days like we really had like a full day to do shit. Uh, so that's we had the Airbnb booked Saturday through Monday morning essentially, right? So that left Friday night. We need to find a different hotel, and we did. And I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but perfectly executed. Yes. So going back to the, the car situation, right? So the other thing we learned is it's a national holiday this weekend in Costa Rica. So everyone's traveling around Costa Rica. It's like like almost like a mini independence day for them. Like something where they like part of the country got annexed from like Nicaragua or something like that. Do you the remember? Annexation of Nicoya. Nicoya. Yeah. So whatever I that is. That they were sort of split into two parts and then they became what is now Costa Rica. Muy interesante. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Also, it and, made and I'd, I'd like to make a point here too. Um, before we started looking at car rentals, Charlie, uh, Charlie kept mentioning um, that he was concerned about finding a car rental. You know, And I was like, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. One, I have never actually rented a car while I've gone traveling. <laughs> Um, usually if I've been in a rental car, one of my friends or someone else handled that. So I was like, I can't be that big of a deal. It's whatever. And this is before we even got lodging. Charlie kept being like, oh man, I'm, I, I think we really need to focus on the car rental situation. Like, I think this is going to be a problem. And this is all before we knew that there was actually a national holiday going on. And then once we finally started looking, we were both just separately looking on different websites, literally Every single website we went to is just fully booked out, calling their services. We barely speak Spanish, so we're trying to figure it out. We via don't Google speak Spanish. Just trying to say like, <laughs> hey, you know, um, you know, we want El Caro, please, por favor. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty bad. Well, also, in Costa Rica, a lot of people speak English, especially oh, for the tour. Yeah, yeah, once so, you're there, it's not a problem. Yeah. Long story short... No rental cars in like the whole damn country, essentially. Like there's no one has a rental car. We called them on. So you Ubered everywhere? Well, not Ubered, but uh, we got a hookup. And I'll get there in a moment. So I think the thing is with the rental cars, we realized, yes, it's not going to happen. There's a national holiday. We called a bunch of places. We emailed this and that. The office also had this. <laughs> the office calls me over like to look at something on his phone. And he's like, hey, dude, I found it. I, I figured it out. 
And he shows me this website that shows really cheap rentals of nice cars. Like I'm talking like there's Teslas on there, <laughs> SUVs. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, oh, like, really? Like, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, they're rented out privately from, like, you know, like, random people that own these cars. no sense. How is this available? It's like Airbnb for cars. And I know that's a thing. There's people that actually buy cars just to rent them out locally. Like, it's a whole business. Very interesting. But I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize they had that in Costa Rica. I figured, like, maybe it was only in the U.S., like, the whatever. Turns out, Gary, this is this is great. The office was looking at San Jose, California, instead of San Jose, Costa Rica. Oh my god! So that's why it was like oh so many god. Teslas. It's like to be fair, that was like the first link in Google that I clicked on, and I yeah, there's like a, there's a supercharger. <laughs> I was like, dude, station, how like, many right people in, in te- Costa Rica can have Teslas? Like, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you're like, everyone has a Tesla, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess we'll rent the Tesla. You know, you know what? It's probably for the best that you guys didn't end up renting a car because I know when like. For me, this this equates to my trip in Peru. Yeah. This is this this is what it makes me think about. And when we went to Peru, it is absolutely insane oh, the way people God. drive. Like nobody respects any of the lines on the road. It's just like a total free for all. So it's pro- I don't know if you noticed that if it was like that Very when you were much. there, but probably oh, yeah, the, the driving was insane, Gary. I, we had a, quite a few situations where we were like, this yeah. might be where we die. Immediately when we were driving to like our our first like uh, lodging after we got to the airport, one it was just like really dark, and I was like, oh, thank God we did not get a car to drive because this just would have been terrible for all of us, especially after being on a flight for a couple hours. Like that was just one yeah. thing right there that made it easier. But then uh, in addition to that, it's just kind of like I also didn't realize that there's all this elevation in Costa Rica where you're going up and down and. I'm not used to obviously driving like that in a car in Florida where everything's flat. So that would have been another just like hurdle to like go through. I just imagine you guys like renting accidentally like a stick shift oh, car yeah. and trying to go up and down all these mountains and like totally fucking up the car. Oh, like that's, that's that just Gary, Novice definitely first. sent me a few links to stick shift cars. Like, dude, I found one. And I'm like, no, dude, it <laughs> no, needs it's... to be automatic, four wheel drive. Like, come on. I don't I assume you guys don't know how to oh, drive hell stick no. either. I, I do not. That. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know Nafis doesn't. Yeah, but. no, I, I get the I get the idea of how it works, but no, I would destroy a car like immediately. Oh. Immediately, <laughs> I think I would oh, too. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Don't don't give me a six shift car. <laughs> so did did you guys end up? Get, I'm sorry, you're probably going to get to it just now. Did you guys end up having like a you know like a your own personal oh, driver for the weekend? So let me or? tell you what happened. So I'm I'm talking to the Airbnb host. Uh, his name's Mark. Mark's a great guy. He's like. I told him, like, hey, like, we're having some issues getting a rental car. Like, I was kind of teeing it up, like, for canceling the Airbnb. And, like, maybe we find something closer. Maybe we, like, figure out, like, a different trip, like, last second. Like, I had, I was very anxious about all this. I was like, I don't yeah, know what we're going to do. There's definitely a part where, like, you know, I had reconvened with Charlie. And I was like, maybe we just take this trip a little bit later where we actually plan this out better. And Charlie's like, I already tried. I already tried canceling the flights. We can't. Yeah, we couldn't cancel the flights. It was too late. Um, so any or changed. I'm like, there was no options. Like, we just we would have to eat the cost, which like I was even considering that at this point for a few reasons. So, anyways, I messaged Mark, the Airbnb guy, and Mark's like, "Hey, he's like, I think I could help you out. I got my personal concierge. He works here on the villa, like the little thing. Like he manages it." Oh Jorge, wow! Let me just tell you, dude. Jorge is like the second coming of Christ, my man. Like this dude. This dude <laughs> saved the trip. He probably saved our lives. I mean, this guy, like, he, he whatever Jorge. you want. So he gives me Jorge's email, right? 
I email Hori. I give him the everything. Like, hey, there's four Literally of us. Everything. Last minute, like I wrote, you know, I, I can write up a good grievance we had was stated in this email. Yeah, like, everything we're that's amazing. About. By the way, by the way, I will just say I don't know if there's two better words to like say that you're rich without saying you're rich than concierge right? and villa Sounds in one so sentence. Cool. That's great. Well, Mark, Mark is the one that used those words, and I'm just relaying them. Right? But, no, I know, I know. I'm saying he's he was yeah. the one that. Well, yeah, I'm sure Mark's doing that. great. This property on the beach down there, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's killing it. So, anyways, uh, I, I send this very detailed email to Hori, outlines everything that's going on. I'm being very transparent with him because I was like, dude, like these are our issues. Like I don't know, like like maybe you could help us out. Maybe you could help us cancel if we need to eat the cost, whatever. Jorge has an answer for every damn problem, dude. He's like, don't worry about it. I got you. Like, we're going to get you this personal shutter shuttle from um, from the airport. It'll take you right to Manuel and Antonio. Like, we, you can't stay at the Airbnb the first night because that's already booked. We'll find another hotel for you. I have this other property. We didn't end up going to his other property because we waited too long to select it. And in hindsight, we should have. I'll get to that in Probably, a moment. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, he set, so he set up shuttles to and from the airport. We also have the other issue, which I haven't even touched on yet which is you need to get back into the U.S. from an international destination right now, a negative COVID test that was taken three days before your flight back to the U.S. Otherwise, you need to quarantine where you're coming from, right? So we were confident because we're vaccinated. We're not stupid. We know that you can still get COVID, but we know it's a much light, lower likely chance, right? Uh, however, um, like I always do, I did some research on Reddit. I was looking at other people that did this stuff, that and I scared variant. myself shitless, dude. Oh there were people God. like in the same situation. It's like, yeah, I'm stuck here for two weeks. I'm stuck here for two weeks. I got vaccinated. I got Pfizer. This, that, and I was, man, Charlie, you got yeah, so he, he did. He, Charlie did. got very stressed. I, it, it was awful. awful. Yeah, oh I was like, God. oh my God, like, what if this happens to me? Like, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't do that right now. I can't be stuck also there. to be mentioned. Somehow, I lost my wallet. <laughs> before this trip and i didn't dare tell charlie about that just for the sake of stressing him out even further i told him like you know like a day and a half in i was like you had your your passport you have the passport i mean that's all you. i've got my passport i have also like another wallet full of credit cards so i had that stuff and then just cash on hand full of credit cards i just get like a bunch of credit cards (laughs) yeah i opened up a ton of credit cards one time turned yeah. out a lot of signing bonuses so where were we at there oh yeah so the covid testing right so I, i'm getting stressed about that but jorge alleviated everything else jorge all right so he set us up there he set us up where we get a covid test the next morning there so everything's great so we're feeling good after talking to jorge he not only set us up with that he set us up with tours of the national park he set us up with um with zip lining the next day he set us up like if we wanted to get massages or spa things, things like that. Jorge had everything, restaurant recommendations. Do we need a personal chef? Do we need this? Do we need that? Oh, Any honestly, questions the personal at all? chef would have been hilarious. Oh, the my per- God. The personal chef in hindsight we probably should have gotten. But all that being said, we're feeling great now. Jorge has saved the trip. Uh, I'm just like, you know what? Like with the, with the COVID thing, I'm like, I just got to be positive about it. Not on the test, of course. But in my mind, <laughs> I need to be manifesting that this won't happen yeah. everything's good blah 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 so i'm also gonna back. say uh something about jorge his emails were very well written oh yeah um, jorge just I, I feel like we both were like appreciating each other's emails like he probably yeah. never gets emails that are you know like mine that i probably yeah. didn't expect anything like his top I think we tier were, email writing yeah we our communication you know, very clear smooth yeah. 
So I assume this guy this this was the guy who actually drove the car around no. as well, right? Or did he just kind of manage? He managed everything, everything for the but guy? Jorge would like show up at like pivotal moments, like just to show himself. Okay, yeah. so that's what I was going to ask. Oh you yeah, if we you met, met Jorge. Him in He's a great guy, great okay. guy. Okay. Jorge. Okay. So uh, so everything's going great. Then one of our buddies drops out of the trip a day before the trip, right? So it, it was outside of his control. Everything's good there. Uh, I, we we worked it out. Uh, just more disappointed he couldn't come. Uh, but we Very had already sad. booked everything for four people, right? So we got like this personal shuttle that's like meant for four people. Like that was one of the reasons we had to get a bigger one. Airbnb is huge, four bedrooms for four people. It's fine. Three of us are still going. No problemo. And then I had to let Jorge know this because, you know, he also like booked an advanced zip line. He booked an advance like going to the park. Everything was fine there. He was like, sorry to hear that. So, okay, that's good. All right. We got that. We all squared away. So now here comes like the trip part, right? So everything's smooth getting there, you know, to the airport, things of that nature, uh, you know, from Miami. Flight's smooth. We get there. Personal shuttle is there waiting for us. Well, also customs getting in there too. Like I, I haven't been going, th- I haven't gone through customs in a very long time. And people were taking forever there, like in customs. Oh my God, I don't get I, it. I don't understand. Like they, they give you stuff online to like, all you need is this. You fill out this one little questionnaire. Like there's like, and for anyone that doesn't know right now, like, so a lot of countries, they have like these health passes where you sign up online and like, you have to buy like health insurance, like internationally before you go there. Costa Rica is one of these countries. It was like $11 a day per person to have health insurance that covers anything that happens there. Uh, if you have to be quarantined there, if you get COVID, et cetera. So we had that all prepared. And then they have this like app or this system where you just get like this little QR code that says, Hey, I've done this. Like, can I verify that I don't have COVID like or symptoms of it? Right. So you have these things and it's all like super clear. Like every airline is putting this in your face. Like you can't check in without it. It's like, I mean, to be, to be fair, to be fair, Charlie, a lot of people don't even know what the hell a QR code is. So I like mean, the older generation, this might be a little, that, bit that's trickier. when you print stuff out. I mean, I guess, yeah. so. you know, we did some poor planning uh, when it came to the trip and the itinerary itself. But when it came to like entering the country, we were well prepared. You know, yeah, we knew exactly what we needed to do to get out of the country in terms of getting a COVID test. We knew the insurance we needed to get and all the coverage we needed associated with it and all the forms we needed to fill just to get there, you know? So we had everything on our phone ready to go. And, you know, when we were walking through the line, you could see people just being like, you know, at a station forever. And we're like, what is going on? Like, is this going to take time for us? And then as soon as we come up to the counter, we scan two things and we're, you know, just moseying along like no problem. And you could definitely see a couple people's faces where they're stressed out. They didn't buy this health insurance or something. And they're just like, oh, no, what did I miss? <laughs> they're, they're Charlie from yeah. before the trip. Yeah, exactly. It's, it was like the reverse. And the questions they asked us is like, hey, like, you know, where are you from? Great. What is your occupation? And like, okay, what do you, why are you here? Right. And so like we answered, yeah, like I'm a marketing person. And like, yeah, I'm here for like a few days. Like it's my birthday, you know, whatever. He's like, great. Okay, go on in. Yeah. Like, cool. Thanks, my man. So very easy shit. So whatever. Uh, So then, so we saw, so we got the information for the driver that was picking us up in the shuttle uh, from Jorge. And so he gave us like his WhatsApp, um, you know, contact info, right? So when I put him in the WhatsApp and I, I shared it with everyone in the group, this picture of like, this dude looks like 
like an MMA fighter, like it's the bulkiest dude ever. He looks like if anyone were to approach our personal shuttle from the airport, he would just beat the shit out of them. Like this guy, like looked like he. No one messes with this. I remember when Charlie put the photo of his contact details in the chat. Our other friend, who's coming along with us, wrote, "And he's Charlie said this is our driver, and he also said and our bodyguard question mark because this dude is like looks like he's ready to protect us all day." Yeah. So anyways, we're walking out of the airport. We're in Costa Rica, baby. We're looking for this personal driver. First thing, which is great, he's open, He's holding up a sign. And the sign says on it, Charlie, and then in quotations, podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was funny. I got then, a photo of it. Yeah, but what you'll also see in this photo is this was certainly not a body a bodyguard type. This, this is guy, not the same guy. Hundred um, percent, like the anti guy. Like it's the opposite of him. No problem. He had, he definitely was there for us. Nice guy. Uh, but here's the thing with COVID in Costa Rica as well. So we got in a little bit late, like you know seven eight. You know by or it must have been like eight. And by the time we got out, it was like eight thirty of the of the airport. So we get out and like we're hungry, right? And in Costa Rica right now, every restaurant needs to close by 9 p.m. Bars can stay open till 10. It's taken way more seriously than certainly Florida and probably the rest of the U.S. If you're still open and serving people at 9 p.m. or even close to that, like the government there will just shut down your restaurant. Like they just like you're not operating anymore. So they take it like really damn seriously. So we we're telling the guy like yeah we're hungry he's like even if it's just like quick food like can we go get there right and like he's he keeps suggesting McDonald's and McDonald's KFC. this is his first suggestion yeah and, and we're just like you know is there like just like anything that's not that you know my man like anything at all and no we're like okay fine you know we'll just go to McDonald's we literally pull up to this McDonald's in the middle of San Jose and they close the thing like right as we're going in like right as we're like pulling up to it and then we see this Taco Bell slash KFC Novice's favorite Classic. right. So same thing happens there. Then, he also was uh, like yeah. pronouncing KFC differently. Yeah. And I don't remember how it was, but I just remember he said it a few times and we were like, yeah. what are you talking about, man? Yeah, he, he kept calling it like Kafsi. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what it was. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was trying to like, which which I get it. It's like, he doesn't know. I mean, it's bad. So anyways, we're not getting food and we're hungry, right? And so it's like a two hour drive to where we're going. So like, we're not going to get any food. But so we're telling him about this. He feels bad. Like he was supposed to bring food to us as well, because this was one of the issues I brought up to Jorge and Jorge has an answer for everything. Jorge was like, yeah, man, I'm going to have him bring you food. Guy didn't bring us food. It wasn't the bodyguard guy. So this was, you know, obviously I don't think it's Jorge's fault, but someone messed up here. Fine. Okay. We're in the van and the guy's like, you know what? Near where you're going, near this hotel, because we rented a different hotel for the first night because our Airbnb wasn't available this on Friday night. He's like, I know this restaurant. I know the owner. It's right by there. You know, here, here's the menu. Like, look at it on WhatsApp. Text what you want. And oh, man, there's so much stuff on this menu. It looks good. They got ceviche. They got like all these, I don't know. It was all like really affordable too. Like, we're getting excited. We got tacos, nachos. I think we got burgers too. Like, we we ordered way too much because it was so cheap. And he's like, all right, the deal is they're going to have it for you at this hotel when we get there, right? Like, don't worry. I know them. Like, it's going to be perfect. We're all hyped for it. So there's a little bit more to it. So while we're in the car, one, I felt like there was some urgency to put an order in as quickly as possible because it was going to like close down or the kitchen would close. So we're trying to order. And then, you know, we're all taking our time looking at the menu, going through the order. 
putting it in. But then also between all of this, we get multiple calls back and forth from like the driver and the person at the restaurant saying, oh, the, this is not available. So one of the, fir- the first one was like Oreo cheesecake. We're like, all right, fuck it. We'll, we'll scratch the Oreo cheesecakes that we wanted, whatever. And then I don't know what else he scratched off. It was like certain meats were not available anymore. Fine. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. We got the order in. I'm still a little nervous. Honestly, I didn't think we we're getting food. I was like, all right, whatever. We're not. It's just not. I don't think it's happening. That's just kind of what I I, I felt as soon as we kind of got everything done. Yeah, I, I was a little bit more positive about it. I don't know why. It just felt like, why would he be going through all this trouble? Like he called the guy on WhatsApp. Like I think David even talked to him a little bit as well. Our other friend who speaks Spanish. They're just. It seemed like everything was like planned out okay right we get the order situated we're napping on the way over to this hotel on the drive uh, we wake up when we get there right so for, we're pulling up to this hotel this hotel is in the middle of this town called Quipos, and it's like kind Quipos. of like out yeah well would i say it wrong yeah you were saying it wrong the whole weekend and i'd correct you and you just didn't acknowledge it and that this is the first time we know all right you say it again Quipos. Quipos. yeah okay Quipos. Yeah. How would you say it, Gary? Gepos. Yeah, there we go. See, Gary's got the. <laughs> I wish oh, so your smooth. face while saying that. <laughs> so after we actually get to this, you know, hotel in uh, Kepos, the first thing that happens is, you know, we get everything out of the car. Um, you know, the driver seems kind of tired too, but, you know, Char- Charlie's got his eye on the prize and he's quickly like, yo, so, you know, what's the food situation? Like, you know, who's going to bring it to us? <laughs> Um, and I, again, I, I just had a feeling things wouldn't work out. So we go to the front desk guy. Um, well, after our driver mentioned, you know, just go to the front desk, check in, he'll know everything about it. We go to this guy who's, you know, like a young kid and he checks us in and he's like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to this food. Like, like nothing at all. Yeah, no clue at all. And he looked like he was like 16, by the way, as well. Yeah. Like, like youngest kid I've ever seen. It's just like, it's late at night. He's managing this hotel. Also, he's definitely not from Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. You've, he's never, seen, you've never seen a kid younger than 16? Not working at a hotel in a foreign country, and he looks like he's from like Kentucky or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the part. Sounds like it. Yeah, I haven't seen that's, that. That's what he, he talked like he was from Kentucky? I, I mean, I don't know why I said Kentucky, but yeah, like he definitely didn't <laughs> it would have sound been surprising as all. Well. He, he's American for sure. An expat of sorts. I have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. so I was the one that would have asked him. I was like, yeah. hey, man, like, you know, like, you know, the driver like arranged for some food for us. Like, did that come to you? Is that going to come to the room? And like the said, he had no clue what we were talking no about. And I, then I went and I stopped the driver and I told him. Right. And so the driver and I was um, like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, the driver, like, you could tell he was like, oh, God, I don't know. And he, like, he comes out, like, he, he starts talking to the kid. Um, he starts, you know, calling the guy on WhatsApp that we talked to before. No one's answering the phone. It's, you know, whatever. So then this older guy comes, who also looks like he's from Kentucky or whatever the hell he is, um, who, who appears to be the, the gentleman's father, so the 16-year-old's father. And this guy owns this property. Uh, and he's like, hey, like, I heard there was, like, a food thing, this or that. Yeah, he's like, well, you know what? I'll make you guys a pizza, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is my this favorite one. part. This is my favorite part. He's like, oh, what do you guys want on the pizza? You know, like, you guys want the chef special? Uh, and we're like, what? And he's like, what do you guys don't want? And then Charlie's like, olives. <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, man, there's always someone who doesn't want something. <laughs> it's this yeah. guy. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to make the pizza and, like, I'll bring it right up to you guys, right? So 
And then we're like, whatever, you know, the driver leaves, he's like, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. So, okay, fine. So also the guy offering to bring it up to us was a huge uh, benefit, which we didn't realize at the time yeah, because no this clue. hotel room, dude, it, it was like a hike to get up there. Like, like it was like, like this property, like it's kind of in the mountain, well, not in the mountains, but it's very elevated. There's like a Almost bunch of elevation. foliage around and like, it, it was really nice actually, like, like where it was nested. Yeah. So but, not only does it have a lot of elevation, it's like pitch black too. And we're carrying yeah. all of our luggage. Um, which for no reason for this, like, you know, two to three day trip, Charlie and I packed like two weeks worth of clothes and other miscellaneous stuff. Uh, so if you, packing. so let me ask you on the, on the trek up to the room, would you be susceptible to like monkeys stealing your pizza? If you were to have a hot pizza with you? Yes, Gary, I think we would and, have and, been. And local wildlife, any local wildlife there may be. Yeah, this would have been a great place for like a little delivery robot to bring it up to us and then no one would steal it other than the monkeys. Uh, but they don't have that down there in Costa Rica. Uh, but what they, what we did have was, I, I cannot stress enough how terrible this ramp was to get up there. There were multiple ramps. Uh, it was a it's little slippery. Like for, a long, for a lot of it, there's not, there's not steps, it's just a ramp. So you yeah. can just slide back down. And mind you, while we were going up there, when I had gotten out of the car, <laughs> I guess I had like taken my shoes off or something while we were napping in the shuttle. So when when I got out, I didn't really fully put my shoes on. So I'm wearing Converse and I just kind of slipped them on like they were slippers. Yeah. And I didn't expect this hike we're going up to. So we start going up and I was like, oh boy, I, I really got to stop and like put my shoes on and tie them. I see Charlie slip a little bit in like some grassy area. I was like, oh no, this is not looking good. And by the time we finally get up to the top, I remember our other friend, <laughs> he shows me his Apple watch and his heart rate is at 160 beats per minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was a struggle. Like, mine was probably extremely high, too, dude. Like, it was, it was definitely worse than any of the actual hikes or physical activity we did while we were there later on in the weekend. Uh, but I think the best part is so it, it also like as we're walking there, we pass like this bar, pool and kitchen area. And this is where the hotel owner is starting to make the pizza. Like he's turning on the kitchen lights. He's like, yeah, I got you guys. You whipping know, it up. he starts whipping it up. So like we see, you know, vis visual evidence of him doing this. Right. So we get up to this hotel room, which is called the treetop suites, which now makes sense. Right. So I picked this room because one, it showed a floor plan of two stories uh, it also said that there were four beds and then a guest bed, uh, but apparently we booked half of this suite and not the full suite, right? So we open it up and it's pretty small in there. It is like a it is one know. bedroom and there's two beds, one like double bed and like this tiny cot. <laughs> yeah, and so it was not as all as described on there. And I tell the same kid who's 16 that like took us up there. I will say I saw this I saw this room on your IG story and it seemed like you definitely did a great job of overselling the place. No, no, oh, that's, no, that's, that's the Airbnb. So, the first night we had okay, okay. Yeah, the first night we had to say somewhere. Do we different. have any photos of that place the first night? Oh god, I think we hated it so much we did it. So, yeah, I didn't see this on I didn't see that on the <laughs> no, story. This was not going on the Instagram. Okay. But you know what? It was really funny though. So we get in there and we're like, oh shit. And like, I could have pushed back and be like, hey, like, you know, this, that, whatever. I, I was just like, I was too tired for it. There was enough All space for like us. Whatever. You know, we, if we had four people, I would have had to do something. Did you end up getting the pizzas? Uh, 
Great question, Gary. So we get in there, we're getting settled. I'm getting to that. Yeah, I'm getting to that, dude. Like, chill your shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. And it, so I'm not it's trying to rush like, you. It's something yeah. like 45 minutes have passed. We're all sitting there like we kind of gotten changed. We're like, are we getting this food? We're probably never getting this food. We're probably just going to go to sleep hungry. Uh, we start making jokes about some of the things that were said because like the guy was like, oh, yeah, there's some miscommunication. And I was just kind of like replaying some of the same things yeah. that were said. And I guess we were just trying to laugh ourselves to sleep so that we, we yeah. didn't go to sleep sad. But then we get a knock on the door. And we were not expecting any because it doesn't take 45 minutes to make the chef's special without olives, right? We thought we were done for. We open it up. It's this delivery dude. And he has the original order from the van. Oh, my God. Against all odds. Oh, my God. Somehow he made it up alone to the treetop (laughs) suites. Um, Hours (laughs) later, like, this isn't an easy place to get into. There's this weird gate. It's like all the roads in Costa Rica and the parking's just screwed. So it's like like it is a hassle to get anywhere. So he, he somehow makes it up there. We're like, oh shit, okay. Like we, we like we're like laughing. We're like, we elated. Oh, we couldn't believe it. And then so we get the food and <laughs> he's like, he's like, there's some money situation. Like we thought the whole thing was gonna be like 35 USD, even though like like in, in America this would have cost like 80 bucks, like what we ordered. It was stupid. But like so we gave him like 35 or something, and he's like, No, no, like conversion rate, this, that, like, you know, like whatever. Like, you know, there's a little bit of a language barrier, even with our friend that speaks Spanish. And so we were like, okay, like, um, like, so we gave him like, I think it was like 45 or 50 bucks at the end of it. No, right? I think it was just, I think it was like 40 tops. 40? I think it was like, okay, you gave well, him yeah, 30 really. and so then we gave him paid a $5 an extra. tip for trekking up that thing and bringing you the food. Hey, in, in Costa Rican money, that's a great tip. I, I actually, I, I would don't know what him the, a better tip than that personally. Well, first off, we had no idea what was going on. Like we were trying to give a good tip. I, I have no, I don't even know if they tipped there. Yeah, like, he tried I, to he tip. didn't communicate no it well. And the thing oh. is. You know, it wasn't us communicating. It was also our Spanish-speaking friend who was kind of going through the motion. So he was giving us different prices, and it, it made no sense. No um, sense at all. But, but you know we what? paid he for the deserve... food. We got it. So he did deserve a full tip, by the way. <laughs> he reached paid... an agreed-upon price of 40, do- 40 U.S. dollars. Apparently. Mm-hmm. But then Very what nice. wasn't good is not everything from our order was there. I think Nafis didn't get his mm. one order. So we get this food. <laughs> we put it down. There's no utensils oh my God. <laughs> uh, in the delivery, no utensils in the hotel, uh, no water, by the way, as well. Like, you know, they, like other than like the sink. So there's like, we're missing a lot of stuff, like from this luxury suite. Like this place is highly rated, like all this stuff, right? Great. So we make the best of it. We eat the food, whatever. Food was terrible, by the way. Ceviche, garbage, this hamburger. The ceviche was oh. actually, I think, okay. Yeah, it was pretty, I don't know. That was the only thing I thought was okay, but I have to double back to our friend David, who's who ordered, um, you know, arroz con pollo. So he had no, he didn't have a fork or any utensil to eat this with. So he was just eating it just by putting it to his <laughs> face. He was just like, I hope you guys don't mind. I don't know what else to do here right now. And he would just bring his face to his food and just kind of shuffle it. Like a pop. <laughs> Can you guys just look away for a second? He said that, I think, at one point. <laughs> so the nachos were disgusting. The hamburger was probably the worst thing like we've ever seen. Honestly, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. I think my stomach was a little yeah, messed just, up the next day. just gone with McDonald's, then, I guess. 
We tried. So Oh yeah, right. Well, oh, the the KFC Taco Bell, right, was the one that you passed. That, that also We like, also kind of passed it at the same time and it yeah, was But they like, were closing too. Yeah. It, was, it was all we couldn't have done it. So and then I was kind of wondering like, okay, like, at what point did the hotel guy know this was happening and then not give us our pizza? We yeah, we never got the pizza. We never got the pizza. So like this was 45. So I kind of wish we got the pizza. I would have loved to see how it turned out. So anyways, yes, yeah, so that was really the the gist of that hotel night. Uh, what was great about Jorge is, so for the next morning, he had it scheduled where we would go straight to a laboratory to take our COVID test. We could get breakfast after, walk around the city of Caples, you know, all that, right? So we're excited for it. It gets, it was planned perfectly. Uh, we get over there, we take the COVID test, you know, everything's good. We get our results Super like within the next day. Uh, they ended up being negative. Which Carly was, was still tense about it the whole time. I wasn't thinking about it. I started joking about it too. Like I was, you know, I just tried to diffuse it with you. But I think I, I was better with it. Like let's be on on. But anyways, so COVID test is fine. We get some breakfast. But this is what we kind of realized or the start that we realized like Costa Rican food's not that good, man. It's just like, it's very oh, yeah, the basic. Breakfast. They don't have anything that's really like that specific to them. At least from what we tried. It, we did research. Like we tried to find the best restaurants in the areas we're in. Like maybe we're wrong. Maybe yeah, some very well rated, especially yeah. the first breakfast spot we went to. Like, oh, everyone all, loved it. Yeah. yeah. And it was okay. It was like, I was like, this wasn't amazing. No, nothing unique. Just like traditional Hispanic, you know, food. Like that's it. Like it was like nothing that great. So we do that. We're walking around. We get to the next Airbnb, which is phenomenal. That's what you saw on Instagram, Gary. Like immediately monkeys start interacting with us like on the deck with the pool. I mean, it was it was great. Like once this we Airbnb it, was like massive. Like this is oh, like you massive. could easily have 10 people staying here. No problem. Oh, like, no problem enough- at all sleeping space for that like easily oh. comfortable you must have been relieved after that night from hell that you guys oh had. yeah yeah so that <laughs> night was actually pretty fun like we were laughing hysterically the whole time yeah. like, but but like yeah like it, it really made us appreciate this area oh yeah it, we actually were saying something like we need to do this for every yeah. trip we need to like stay at one bad place so that way it really <laughs> yeah. raises that's not like, a bad idea the energy when we yeah. get to like the nice Save some place. money yeah so we um yeah, so we're at the Airbnb, and then we're immediately going on this tour uh, of Manuel Antonio National Park, right? So beautiful park, highly recommend it. There's, we saw sloths. We saw all these different things. We had this tour guide, again, curated by Jorge. His name was Henry. He claims his name's Henry of the Jungle. I kept calling him George of the Jungle. He kept not, calling him George. I, I kept because like, his I, name's Henry, dude. I know, and it wasn't even on purpose. I just kept calling him George, and it's Henry. It, and Henry didn't care. Um, Henry was phenomenal like he's like so there's a bunch of tour guides there and they're all like vying for the same business but you could just tell like they all like were watching what henry was doing and like just like following his lead with everything gary i would say this was another moment where i was skeptical that we got a tour guide i was like i guess we could have just went to the national park and hiked on our own you know but i was like all right cool we got a tour guide i hope it's gonna be cool and, you know, the first thing he does, he kind of pulls out like this telescopic lens and he's like, oh, yeah, I was scouting this out earlier and I saw this bird's nest. And I was like, oh, OK, I guess this guy's got all this shit planned, you know, no birds in that nest. He's like, oh, I guess Mother Nature ate them or something. You know, he says something <laughs> like that. I'm already like, all right, this guy is full of shit. But then it's as we go on, he starts seeing like things that you can't see with the naked eye, like and from a distance too. it would be like frog eggs yeah frog eggs on, on a, leaf. a leaf 
And, and then like, he turns, what, what, what is this? How'd you do that, dude? Yeah. It's nuts. Oh my God, uh, that's so yeah. cool. Well, it, like everyone is like, everyone is like standing, like all the other guys are like watching him. Like yeah. anyone that's nearby, There's like oh, what did he see? There's guys yeah. that kind of do the same yeah. thing as him. They've got yeah. this telescopic lens, they're guiding people. And you can definitely tell like the rest of them are just kind of sloppy. They don't have the right gear. Like this guy's like strapped up with all this gear, well prepared, walking with confidence. And all these other guys are wearing loose fitted clothes, stumbling over themselves and then looking at our group and being like, what does he see? They're taking notes down like frog eggs on the yeah. left. They start like speaking to each other. in Spanish. They're like, yeah, yeah, what do you see over there? And he's like, oh yeah, just kind of post up over here and there's some frog eggs over there. There's some things. And this, again, this guy is seeing things in the trees that are so far away that it, it blows my mind and the thing is like a lot of this stuff moves especially if it's like actual wildlife like a, like a sloth in a tree like i didn't see that like and we were there you know i know that sloth is not there all the time it was it was crazy to me yeah and there's like you know a lot of monkeys there too but there's these howler monkeys and they make this noise that sounds like a dinosaur Horrifying. like some type of beast in the jungle but like they're not as big as you know <laughs> they should be for that noise so there was a ton of those so but the funny thing to me is when we were going through the national park and we were seeing the monkeys um so i think charlie was doing something at the at the time where we were like we right before we went to the trip but right before we went and while i was talking to jorge and he was giving me some information about what we can do around here um a ton of monkeys showed up um, and me and David had then interacted with them. So, you know, once we were in the once we were in the national park and we were seeing monkeys and we were seeing like all these other people getting excited, I was just thinking in my head, oh, we need to worry about with these. The I was like, we don't need point. to worry about these monkeys. We got monkeys at home. Yeah. We got monkeys back at the crib. Monkeys were, were least interested in, but he thought it was very peculiar that our friend, who is an environmental engineer, uh, was very interested in the rocks, like on the ground, right? And so. Then Henry started uh, finding all these different rocks for us on the ground. He's like, I've never had people interested in rocks. Like this he started that. really opening up. Oh, to- oh he, yeah. He was telling us about his rock collection. He bought 25 acres of land behind his house. He does like night tours. He built a, his own jungle tour. He has rocks. His wife doesn't like him keeping the rocks, but he has his own space <laughs> for the rocks, rocks now. He's been collecting he was, rocks for years. He told us he was going to bring us rocks to our Airbnb. He never did. You know, I kind of wanted a rock from him, whatever. I, my friend really we, when we were leaving Costa Rica and we went through security, they took our friend's rocks. Uh, they did the, take the, his rocks. Yeah. They they confiscated them. I don't know what they did with his rocks, but um, and they were just like basic rocks, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't have taken the boat up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. So yeah, the tour was really cool. The tour was cool. It, it's such a different area. You got to see the beach through it. There's a lot also we didn't get to see too, but like from what we saw, it was awesome. But this was another Jorge, you know, set up for us. Henry is like top of the line tour guide. So Jorge is continuing to do great work. Henry drives us back and forth, gives us recommendation, takes us to get Coco Loco, you know, some nice uh, little rum filled like coconut water, coconuts. And Henry's just hooking us all up. So that's when, you know, we also start asking too, like, where can we go like out tonight? You know, like, where can we get some food? You know, yeah. what can we bar can we like, go to? Where are we going to find the fun things to do? Yeah. Like, like hit, tell, tell us the real stuff, Henry, you know, like tell us what's, what's going on. What can we do? So he's like, you know, he, he brings up the COVID thing, how tough it is right now, which is true. Uh, but then um, he's like, but you know what? There's this bar, Selena, Selena, you got to go to Selena. It's open till 10. You know, da, 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 instead of so nine, late. so late. You know, it was early in the day too. Like we 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 got through stuff very efficiently. So we got dinner at this place called El Avion. That was um a lot of really good food. 
Uh, but good seafood. It's probably the best food we had on the trip, actually. Yeah, um, it was good. Yeah, it, they like had like this little like it's all like themed around a plane and like beautiful views. So we enjoyed that. So then we get yeah, back. The one thing Costa Rica is known for is like having like really good fresh seafood. Yeah. Um, and you know, me and Charlie are tearing this up, having a good time. And then we look at our friend who ordered like chicken tenders, and we're oh, like, yeah. "Yo, what's up, dude? Is everything all good?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of seafood." And I'm like, "Oh shit, sick." And like now we learned this. Like we ordered all this like ceviche, Oof. like other. What do we get? Like um, seafood curry. You got like some seafood pasta, linguine. Yeah. yeah. So and we we got a few like actually the alcohol was pretty good too. Like they had some really good mixed drinks and like we had some shots. I forgot what the Costa Rican shot was that we got. Some like idea. chili. It was almost like a bloody shot. mary, but in shot form. But it didn't yeah. taste. I I don't know. So we got the food. We get ready to go to Selena, right? So Selena, yeah. this is where shit popped off, dude. This is where like everything took. So this is Saturday night. This now? is all sat. This is all okay. still the one day. Yeah. It, so Selena, we get up there and. <laughs> It's it's we're, there's a lot of people there. A lot of people, you know, younger people stay in the same area. A lot of people that are from the U.S. or various countries. So we start getting shots. We start getting like a lot of things, like drinks, like whatever. And the shots are interesting. They're all like they had like six different shots. Like they didn't tell you like what they were shots of, but just the flavors of the shots. Like they had ginger, cilantro, w- watermelon, Ooh, got strawberry. Few of the strawberry basil. Yeah, strawberry basil. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, so I wanted. I don't. I, you claim we tried cilantro. I don't think we did. I wanted to try it. I was. I think I was, we didn't. I think you're probably right. Yeah, I but asked, yeah, I would have been curious to know. What yeah, that I was wanted. Like. We didn't, but we got quite a few cilantro of them. Lime, yeah. Um. So you know, we, we're getting sauced up. I don't think it was yacht party esque sauced up, but we were getting we were getting uh, up there. I don't know. At, I mean, at that so point. we we took a couple shots like before we left our Airbnb, and then we got there. Oh, true, true. And then. Charlie and David were just back to back buying shots and beers, like 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 with nonstop the whole night. Um, yeah, I think there's a photo of me with two beers because I was like, dude, I can't keep up. I'm like, this is a lot of volume of liquid. Like, yeah. So it, so the, this is when we also started seeing what was going on around us. So one of our most favorite memories, I think, from Selena is this older gentleman uh, who who Very certain, respectable man. Who, a very respectable man with very respectable young ladies that he surely paid for. He pay, he paid to be in the presence of these young ladies. He is moving. He is grooving throughout the whole night. And we, we we're just, you know, we're, we think it's hilarious. It's just like, it's so clear what he's doing. He just doesn't give a shit. You know, he's around all these people. So we see him. I would say he's also the only person who looks like they're maybe above like, like who is like, above 35 or something yeah like everyone in this place is young yeah so we see him and then we're like you know what like let's start like heading, hanging out by the dj where everyone is and that's where shit started popping up we started oh, meeting so all the time weird yeah we started meeting all these people the old guy comes and starts like dancing near us with his like with his escorts or whatever they are they're companions <laughs> companions one of the really favors in office one of them starts <laughs> communicating with me i like <laughs> One of the really like well, topics. She, I didn't even. So I, I want to say her name. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was don't, don't reveal anything. I'm not gonna reveal anything. Um, let's so call she, her. What, what, make up a name for her. Um, <laughs> any name, dude? Carly. So, <laughs> Car. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Carly favors the office. Right, Carly favors me. 
greatly apparently and she kept kind of like grabbing me pulling her closer to me and i was just like hi um nice to meet you you know trying to introduce myself i guess um and she keeps I'm like, trying, trying not to, to get covid before I go you know back she, to keep, she keeps getting close to me and grinding on me a little bit and i'm like this is a little strange and then she starts like communicating with me a little bit um and she's definitely very messed up and like she's like like kind of like, like ver- verbally communicating with yeah you she's know. like saying certain things like you know, I'm like here to do this thing, but like I have all this temptation for you, and I'm oh like I have God. to hold myself back, and I'm like, yo, uh, Charlie, <laughs> please protect me. Um, I don't know what's going on, and I'm very scared. I, I'm pretty sure I pulled you out of there somehow, and I also started dancing with the older gentleman. Oh yeah, he did, which was a lot of fun for me. <laughs> uh, like not like with him, like uh, but like you know, I was like next to him, like yeah, you know, hands up. Uh, honestly, this. Charlie we got that man video. hype. The oh, more yeah, Charlie dancing, this guy was getting into it. He was touching oh, the ground. Man. He was, was he was basically doing burpees at a certain point. And I think he <laughs> he really I I was scared he wouldn't get back up. I thought I was gonna have to help him up. So so yeah. So it, it, all the meanwhile as well, our friend David is talking to every single person here. Like he's just going up to them, saying a bunch of crazy, like not crazy stuff, but he's he, he always goes up and says like random jokes and things like that. Like he's just being himself. And so he's meeting all these people. Uh, we keep getting more shots. Like it, it was, it was fun. But he managed to meet. Uh, he met two people uh, that were uh, they're American. Uh, it, oh, you know what? This is probably one of them was from Kentucky. I forget what the other guy was from. I think California. So a guy and a girl, and they um they were the ones that eventually we got into the guy's jeep or whatever it was to go to this party later on. So David introduced us to them after meeting them. And, Wait, you know, we, is, okay. So these these people did they had rented a car or they owned a car? They no, so they there, they lived or? there at the moment. Yeah, okay, they're like okay. expats, so to speak. I don't okay. know. So we start talking to them. You know, I also start talking to the DJ randomly, like like hyping him up, and like I took photos. Yeah, Charlie's trying like, to get the in for the after yeah, party. You know. Yeah. So because we heard that there might be an after party, and it was getting close to ten. So. That's going on. David starts a chant for after party with the whole, <laughs> with the whole bar. Everyone's like after party, very very secretive. So, so uh, let me make up names for these people. So the, the let's say um, let's say Sean and Mary. How about that? So Sean, yeah. So Sean is uh, the guy with the car, and Mary is his friend, right? So. So I'm, I'm talking to Mary. I'm talking to Sean. I'm telling him about this. I'm like, hey, like, you know, like, could you take us to this after party? You know, I'll pay you like this and that. You know, like, it, they're they're all I'll for it. I'll pay you handsomely. Yeah, I'll pay yeah, you. Yeah, yeah it, it's all, they're, it, they're all for it. You know, fine. So that's good. I'm also talking to the DJ. DJ's, you know, thinks I like his, like, this band that's on a shirt I've never heard of. I go along with it. It's great. You guys definitely could have ended up in, like, a horror movie type situation yeah. here. Oh, for sure. Definitely. So, <laughs> We could have so, lost our organs. Something could have happened. So and the way everyone is sharing the locations of this party, Gary, is coordinates on Google Map. Like, no, there's no address. Like, yeah, there's no, ridiculous. like, it's just, like, these coordinates. There's right? not, like, so, real addresses over there. In yeah, that's true. Costa Rica. Our Airbnb address is, like, first red house on the left and then the road. And like, what? Like, okay. Like, I guess that works. So... So, yeah, so we go outside. Everyone's confused how to get to this after party. Like we're There's all apparently outside. two after parties, so we have to figure oh, out which one's the right one to go that's to. True. We, so you know, people are asking. Like I, I'm sending these random coordinates to random people I've never met. I have no idea. I'm acting like I have the in here. I don't. So eventually, we get into this jeep uh, with Sean and Mary, with two surfboards in the back. By the way, yeah, there's um, there's surfers. This and that. 
So that we're like resting on. Well, our and also, I want to say they're very nice people. We, we, I think we had a good judge of character. So we we get in there and we have to drive because liquor stores are closed. Like this random little town on the way to these coordinates. Back and to we, Campos. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where we were. That's, that's right. where we that were. Was, yeah, that yeah. was where we were. Yeah. So we're there. And there's like this weird, like you can't go into the store, but you can order it online for delivery. So we had to, like, uh, there was this whole weird thing. We're following these two other cars of random people, like to this, these coordinates as well. So very weird. We're there for a while. Uh, this homeless guy like kept like asking us for money, like while we were in the car. Yeah, Charlie handled the whole situation. I handled it very well. I I said to him, "Yo, my man, I'm just saying you need to go and check with the other cars because we got nothing for you." I don't know if he is, spoke English, but he left. Uh, and I would say at this point, me well and Charlie done. were definitely very drunk, and I would say me and him definitely have no recollection of this incident. I just happened to be recording it in the back yes. seat. Correct. So we got that. Then um, we're waiting. All, lots of random stuff's happening. But the people, we, we were waiting cool. to get alcohol for what felt like forever. I have no idea how long it was. I got out of the car. Yeah. I started communicating with the 30, people in the other minutes. cars. Like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah alcohol is really hard to get yeah. because it's yeah. late at night. And, you know, they, yeah. they try to kind of keep this stuff locked down. So they've got the connection, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Um, so and, and these are local Costa Ricans like that, you know, we're communicating with at this point. True. So eventually get something. The guy, Sean, gets it. Great. We, we continue driving. We're driving forever, dude. We're in the middle of like the jungle, dark roads, weird roads, like bumpy roads. Uh, we pulled the GPS at one point and like we yeah. look like we're in the middle of nowhere. This is where I was like, oh, man, we may have made a questionable decision. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, these people seem like great people, but, you know, we truly don't know them. Uh, we have no idea of their skill at driving. We have no idea where we're going. I pulled up the GPS and screenshot it at one point so I could just remember where we were in this like Costa yeah. Rican jungle. Yeah, so we get to the party. And again, the parking's insane, dude. Like everything's like this one little narrow road, like going up Horrible. to this house. It's a big house. Like it's really nice house. But the road leading up to it and then where you can park, there's like room and, for nothing. It's barely it is, one way. And it's straight like declined down yeah dark and, as shit too and i was like how are we even going to come up this and it's like so narrow that you have to like back yeah. out perfectly and follow the like trail back up yeah. i'm like i would never be able to do this like like not not a chance yeah so we um so we get there we get in we go to the party party's great by the way great party beautiful home big big house there's a pool looking over this jungle in the middle of nowhere everyone's very nice offering Super stuff sweet. talking to us like Totally great. And people from like tons of random people were there too. Other random people that didn't live in. How Costa many people Rica. would you say were there total? Hmm. Ooh. Roughly. I mean, I, like I thirty to forty. I was going to oh, say that's 40. a lot. Yeah, oh, I was going to say yeah. it was a big house though. It didn't feel congested at all. Yeah. So we get in there. You know, we I think we took a couple shots, got some beers or something. So the the said bottle that we cool. waited forever for. In yes. Office, uh, yeah. Share what you did. So you know. We, we have this bottle of alcohol, probably only a couple of sips of alcohol was taken. And, you know, Charlie was like, oh, yeah, go make yourself a drink. And I was like, OK, you know, I'm going to go make myself a drink as well as my friend, uh, David, who's beside me. And I go to pick it up, which is kind of like hidden sort of in an area so that way it doesn't get fully drained by everyone else. Um, I pick it off the floor and about I pick it up maybe like six inches off the floor before it slips out of my hand and then completely shatters all over the floor in the middle of the party. Just immediately. But not a lot of people saw it other than me. 
which was great. Like this was in the kitchen. And the host of the party too. The host oh, he was just, saw it? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yeah, oh, the yeah, guy the that host. owns the house. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, the guy that yeah. owns the house. So me and David went to quick work. Like David just grabbed like a broom and I grabbed a mop. Oh, I, wow. Dude, I was doing a terrible job. This, the host basically came over and he was like, bro, give me the fucking mop. Like you don't know what the hell you're <laughs> doing. <laughs> get um, get out overall, of my house right yeah. now. No, he was super nice though. Like he was like, very like he, he was just communicating he was just like yo like it's it's not a big deal like pura vida like you know just come over like go grab a beer like i'll clean this up and like you know if you, if you really feel bad about it i'll just come to your house and you know smash some bottles this is, too <laughs> this is amazing honestly but, but it, this was all in it, spanish and david had to translate for me so yeah. i was just kind of there like yeah man, like lo siento yeah if you but if you would have asked me at the point in the story after you just waited forever for alcohol and you're on a dark bumpy road like what the percentage chance is of you finding this party, I would have said like basically zero, like 5% chance maybe. Yeah, yeah I feel it, like you guys lucked out big time with this. Oh, and the driving there was nuts. Like the dude that was driving is Sean or whatever. He like, he was, he had to follow some other cars too at some point. Like the coordinates weren't enough. And like zoom in through these random streets, dude, like, like questionable at best. But so anyways, here's the thing. So Sean's friend, what did I call her? Mary. Mary, I tell Mary what happened with the bottle that Sean got before the guy that drove us. And Mary's like, you cannot tell Sean you guys did this. And we're like, oh, like, okay. Like, why is that? She's like, you know, just like, you know, say, like, if no one knows, like, just, just don't mention it, you know, just don't do that. In, in hindsight, I think Sean would have been fine with it, to be yeah, fair. I, like, think, I, I think Sean would have been, maybe, you know, she might have been drunk too, whatever. I don't know. Like I, I, I was gonna. I tell think she him. just thought he was gonna get really upset. Yeah, and like me, I would just normally tell people. She but obviously she, knows him. She, yeah, she made it seem like it would be a big problem for whatever reason. And we also, he was our ride there, so we just kind of went along with the story that we had no idea what happened to the bottle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, someone broke the bottle. Like, we were like, yeah, we have no clue. I was oh like, I didn't, even get it. I didn't even get any that of the sucks. alcohol before it broke, which is true. And then uh, Mary turns is, around and is like, you guys are liars. Fuck you. <laughs> no, Mary was very sweet. It did no one ratted this out somehow at the whole Amazing. party. So yeah. Sean ended up driving you back? He did. But wow. so in between that, you know, like Sean, um, you know, every, we're all party. We're there for a while. Everything's good. Fun party. But yeah, so he has to drive us back. So he was going to drive us back to our Airbnb, which he did, uh, kind of. So we're backing out to leave this party on this narrow thing, uh, the narrow like street you could park on this dirt road. Uh, and there was also a there was this there was a lot of drama. Like, there was like some some female he was interested in that like you know whatever. Like I, I don't know. There was there was something going on there that was delaying us from leaving. But then we eventually left. I have no idea that that wasn't my situation. Oh yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah. No, so we're backing up. Sean hits another car as we're leaving, dude. Like huge dent in the door of this like big SUV. Like car. zero surprise too. It's yeah. like no I one was like, helping him. No lights. He's just going for it. He's just like, there's I can no do light it. there. Yeah. I was like, dude, how do you even get out of here? Yeah. I was thinking the whole time. I was like, gosh, I'm glad I did not drive. Yeah. So he hits this car. The girl that owns the car comes out. Um, she seems pretty chill about it. She's just like, oh, like you know, maybe you'll pay me, maybe you won't. You know, whatever, poor Vita. And by the way, the poor Vita uh, saying, they they say it for everything. Like, it's a nice gesture, this and that. You know, poor Vita, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's the motto. Like, it, it, that's cool and all. I, it, it seems genuine. But I do wonder if the people that live in Costa Rica just say it to fuck with tourists. Like, they don't really care about it. And then when they go home, they make fun of it. Like, it feels like that, like, one of those things that, like, you just wouldn't know unless you live there. Like, I don't know if it's genuine or not. But everyone is saying it all the time, at least around people that aren't from here. 
So I, I don't know about that. If anyone knows about that, let me know if it's a real thing or not. But they certainly say it all the time. And I, I do question it. But she essentially said poor Vita to the to the getting her car hit or whatever, which I thought was crazy. But other people from the party were way more concerned than her. And they were all coming oh, yeah. out. Like everyone's looking at it. You know, what do we do? And the girl doesn't care. Like they exchange like their WhatsApp shit or whatever. And they're like, okay, we'll figure this out. So great. That gets situated. We get back in the car. Uh, going in the Jeep, you know, going back to the Airbnb to get dropped off. Life's good, right? <laughs> then, um, so Novice and I, at this point, we passed out in the back of this Jeep, right? No, we're, no, no, no. We're, we're still awake. We're, we're still awake at this point. Well, okay. Well, at some point in the ride, we are not awake when, when we were trying to drive around. And we are woken up because uh, the car is stopped. The car is dead. And we're in this random like street in the city in the middle of the jungle. Uh, and that's how we're woken up, that that this car is This is insane. Down. I mean, how many obstacles did you guys run into? Yeah, in this? So this is, it's, and exactly. everything was smooth somehow at the end of the day. Yeah, so we were, when we were driving, I remember the car did stall. Uh, so it completely stalls out. And I'm just like, you're kidding me. This is not real life. And then, you know, he gets out of the car and then he starts talking about all this car stuff. And I was like, I hope you don't ask me and Charlie about anything about cars. Like, we don't know shit about cars. <laughs> you know, and then Mary's like, oh, don't worry. Sean's very good with cars. And then he starts doing some stuff. Um, you know, David comes out to help him. He's doing some assisting. And then that's in, it, immediately I, me and Charlie pass out because I don't know how long we were there. It was at minimum 30 minutes, upwards of 45 minutes out there. Uh, yeah. I just remember, like, when we look at the timestamp of some of these photos of us, it was like 3.30 a.m. of yeah. us just passed out in the back of the car. Yeah. Um, and so we, um, yeah, so we, the, the car's not fixed. So what we, the decision yeah, again, we to make was very made. alarmed. So we're woken up when we're being transferred from being passed out in the back of Sean's Jeep and going into this random taxi. Well, I guess not a random taxi. We call the taxi. So this taxi takes us all the way out of the jungle to the Airbnb. It's like 20 bucks total. Apparently that was us getting ripped off 20 US dollars, but that, that sounds like a great deal between all of us if you ask me. So this this taxi ride was probably the most concerning thing of the trip, novice. Would yeah. you say oh I, my god. I was feeling the G forces of this ride. Like this guy was oh. he was need for speeding off. He was, he was hitting oh he was hitting every curve at like 100 miles an hour i was like dude this is how we die uh, we're gonna fly off the side of this cliff and just <laughs> land in the middle of the jungle and like there it, we go that, and mary, that and mary is, is sitting on sean's lap like in the front seat too like they're they're the first ones to go if anything happens like it, the whole Wait thing a second so they left the car just like on the street yes exactly they they left it there in the middle of the street in what the middle the like because there's no one that can take it no tow truck whatever so, all right, we go over to back to the Airbnb. We get there eventually safe and sound. And good thing we had the extra room, by the way. So we were able to utilize that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it essentially was, like, we didn't think about the car. But, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, that really sucks for them. Like, there's no way that car is going to be there in the morning. Like, some, like the Costa Rican police are going to move it. Someone's going to steal it. Like it wasn't like the middle of this like populated tourist area or anything like that. This was like the middle of nowhere, like this random town. Well, like, yeah, it was like a little bit of buildings around, but like it wasn't like a, like a populated mm. area. So anyways, all's good. Wake up in the morning. 
Uh, they miss call our it our zip lining tour. We, oh yeah, we missed it. our zip lining tour that Jorge set up for us in the morning. Oh, that's oh. too bad. It was a twenty dollar charge per person for a no show. Fine. So I thought we, I thought we didn't pay that though. I was, I was gonna circle back to it, but yes, yeah. that's correct. So, <laughs> so got out of the charge. We got out of the charge later on. So we get breakfast with with these two. Uh, one thing I learned as well uh, is that the guy Sean, uh, he is on IMDb. Uh, he has been he's an actor and he uh he's been on things such as the 100 uh like that show and he was playing a doctor uh he, like a bunch of other stuff too i'm not gonna reveal more about it but like uh, it made me feel better about trusting him somehow even though yeah. like i probably like like you know it just it, it, it added some validity and i would say he handled all of that very well oh I, if him, that was like, me I would be like having an aneurysm, dude. Yeah, he had he had a car. I'm glad His you guys car stalled out in the middle of the road. He's staying with some random people. You know, like all everything is like this guy is crazy situation. I'm just glad yeah. you guys didn't like mistakenly blurt out like when you were in the back seat, kind of passed out. Like, yeah, it was us that broke the bottle. Like, uh, oh, that we were. It was definitely <laughs> on the table that we were going to do that. Like, we yeah. even talked about it. Like, yeah, let's just fucking tell him. Who cares? Just to see what happen. Get the fuck out right now. Yeah, <laughs> he just kicks us out. So, yeah, they, they get a tow truck. They get a taxi back to the coordinates. The car's still there. The stuff inside there was still there, against all odds. So good for them. We wish them well. Uh, great people. It, it all worked out there. Uh, so then we go zip lining. In zip lining, I don't think there's too much to talk about here with the zip lining, other than we didn't know from Hori that the zip lining would be in the middle of nowhere. We had to take a bus for like an yeah, hour and like a half a to get four there. Or five hour excursion. Yeah. We were not prepared that, for that. Yeah, you, you found a same day zip lining thing since you. Yeah, just, it got pushed back to yeah. like twelve forty instead of like eight a.m. Like, which yeah. was fine. Like, we got so, food. Got to take some rest, yeah. obviously, because we barely slept. Yeah. Did a couple of other things, and then yeah. like you know yeah, we hopped into. It comes like, back shuttle. to the poor planning. Eight a.m. zip lining after. Like on Sunday morning, like we we were just trying to pack it all in there, baby. Yeah, yeah. So okay, it worked out. Worked yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, we didn't expect to be in the middle of the jungle at three a.m. Yeah. So, Eddie, yeah. yeah. So we go zip lining, and it's going well. Like you know, it's fun. Like you know, I've never done that before. Uh, but when we were on the bus too, there was this group of three people that came on the bus. They were definitely a little bit more lively than everyone else. Yeah, everyone um, was more like family oriented, yeah, yeah. like couples. And then we were only like the two groups of kind of like younger people who were like kind of there to have fun and party. So, and I bring that up for a reason. So we get there. There's like this crocodile tour. Like before we get there, you can walk around. This oh, crocodile yeah. was the sorriest looking crocodile I've ever seen. Like it looked like it was a stone statue and like miserable. Yeah, it quite like, literally looked yeah. like it was like a statue. Like it didn't even yeah. look real. It's I, a, not just the crocodile among that is like, you know, they were, you know, kind of telling us like, oh, yeah, we have all these poisonous snakes and all these things yeah. we want to show you. And it was like a sorry display of everything. I was like, this, this, it you was, shouldn't even promote this. Yeah. It's like, just stick to the zip line in my man. Like, don't, don't tell us about this <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, we do that. But our friend David makes this joke to one of the people from that party that was lively behind us in the bus. Uh, about like you know something with the, what is it novice like uh, you know uh, how can how you tell can you a tell difference me, yeah yeah how can you can tell the difference between a crocodile and an alligator gary do you know this i do not know this one i feel like i should well if you see a crocodile and you see it later or one might say in a while 
You, you messed yeah. it up, but you get the joke. It's like <laughs> crocodile, see you in a while, like alligator, see you later. So yeah. one of the worst like dad jokes ever. Whatever. And mind Maybe. you, he's made this somehow three times during the trip. Oh, the whole trip. Yeah, he said it to three random people in Costa Rica, including this this one girl from LA uh, that was in this group here, right? So she didn't get the joke at first and like, like hey, we're sorry, whatever. But this opened up like we made new friends on Sunday, right? So we're, we're doing the – we're we do the, the zip lining. Um, I, I've never done zip lining before. I don't think any of us have. Um, it oh, was this fun. Shit was so funny to me because like one, I've never seen Charlie like this. Um, so we're doing the zip lining. We're all excited. We do the first couple of like, you know, lines to like zip from one tree to another. And then we kind of get deeper into sort of like this like foresty area where we get to like these platforms that are just on trees. And we get high to one, yeah, and it, it is, it's up. quite high up because we had to hike actually Suspect. up pretty far. Yeah. And this platform was definitely like moving. And I didn't notice it at first until like I started seeing Charlie and David start hugging to the tree and they're kind of whispering among themselves like, like yeah, don't look down, don't look down. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you guys good? And I look at Charlie and he's kind of like, you could tell he's scared. He's moving a little bit. And I was like, dude, uh, like, do you have a, a like a fear of heights? And he was like, at least I didn't think I did. And uh, then both of them were just kind of scared the whole time. And I really enjoyed watching them being horrified as they <laughs> went from, especially when they had to like propel downwards, they were like, Oh no. So how <laughs> high up was it? Oh God, dude. Like it was, I don't, don't even know how to describe it. it. Like you looked at like, I never feet, looked at something like that or more than that. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah we actually had to hike scary. quite a bit up. And like, I remember a lot of people in our yeah. group were like getting tired. Yeah, it, it was, it was more, I liked the hiking part of it, but yeah. The zip lining was not scary. Like we were on these little platforms. And there's like eight of us on this platform around this tree that's holding us up. And like, you know, we're, we're like, you know, caught in or whatever, like tied into like the zip thing. But it, it was, I, I didn't think I had a fear of heights, but this, this created one for me. So we get through it. I even do like the extra one at the end, like the Superman one. That was fine. You know, that we, that was optional. Like it, I'm glad I did it, but I definitely was more scared of it. Like Nava said, I, I had no confidence doing this. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? What have I done? But we made friends during that trip. Uh, so they're like, yeah, we're staying in the same area. You know, you can meet up with us later or whatever. So we, we get back from the trip, uh, or I guess from zip lining. I mean, we also had massages set up at the Airbnb from Hore. That was very good. Uh, you know, it was just, it was a nice thing to have set up. Uh, I think oh, yeah. well needed. Oh, well, very much needed. And uh, I would I, tell you, like, Gary, I was sore because, like, everything, wherever we had to walk to, we had to, like, walk uphill. And I'm not used to that. Like, just immediately walking out of our place. We have, and especially sometimes it was kind of, like, moist yeah. and rainy. So you got to be careful. And I'm, like, on my toes, making sure I don't slip, uh, which I think happened to Charlie at some point. You had slipped and, like, scraped your knee. I did. I slipped and scraped my knee just while walking to the beach. Nothing even that cool. <laughs> yeah. Not even something fun and eventful. No. Nope. I remember just being like really sore by the time we got home from like the whole zip yeah. lining excursion and then being like, oh, sweet. We have massages queued up. <laughs> we did go and get dinner after that. Oh. And that was the worst dinner I've had in a long time because everything was closing down. We went to this place called El Wagon, which was just El Wagon. Essentially, they had like hot dogs, pizza, like bullshit. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like so on, on the strip that we like that we had the Airbnb, like it was definitely like pretty touristy. Um, and you know, they had what, what seemed like very kind of like a, some Americanized sort of restaurants. And this one fit into that bill, like very much like it was like coal fired pizza and like hot dogs and other miscellaneous food that Americans would like to eat. And 
it was all fucking terrible. Oh, it was so bad. These pizzas sounded so good. They were like stuck to the cardboard. The pepperoni would tasted like some mutant meat that I've never tasted in my life. Uh, it was disgusting. And, and um, apparently, so like Charlie got a hot dog and it was bad. And I was like, how do you even fuck up a hot dog? I feel like it's hard to even mess that up. It was up. so bad, dude. And like this place was so highly rated. Like I'm talking like 600 reviews, like 4.8 out of 5 stars. Yeah, like TripAdvisor awards. Yeah, like TripAdvisor like bends over backwards for these people. Like I have no idea, man. So that was terrible. But then our friends from earlier, you know, there is also like – so my birthday was on Tuesday. Uh, one of them also had a birthday that Monday. So they came over. We drank. We had a good time. Uh, you know, just – yeah, it, it was It was actually – it was nice. It wasn't like too crazy or anything like that like the night before. But we all just hung out, celebrated the birthdays. And that was like a nice cap off to the weekend there. So that I'd say that was pretty much the end of the trip there. Uh, in terms of like what we actually did before driving back in the morning to the the airport in the hotel, uh, which again I was, I wasn't really nervous about driving back there or anything like that. But our Jorge was like he made us leave at like six thirty Monday morning. You know we were still like out like pretty late so to speak on Sunday night. Oh He's yeah, like, yeah, I went to sleep at like probably like I think Charlie went to sleep a little bit earlier. I went to sleep at like four thirty to five a.m. Yeah. Oh my god! After like downing a couple bottles of tequila. Um, yeah. Oh, and then uh, David and I finished the rest of the pizza. Another terrible food that we ordered. Oh god, I, I'm glad I was excluded from that. <laughs> so, so Jorge is telling us because it's a national holiday, everyone's driving back, like you know this and that. That we we need to leave at six thirty instead of like seven thirty or eight, right? So, you know, it's going to take forever. We get to the airport in, like, record time. There's no traffic at all. Like, we probably got there, like, less, like, maybe 25% faster than when we, like, driving over there. Like, totally BS, right? Which is whatever. That's fine, you know. But so we had to wake up early for that. We get to the hotel. I mean, to the, the airport. And so something I think is really interesting, especially for people that haven't traveled, you know, of course, with COVID or anything like that, or internationally, is we told you about the COVID testing. So we had our COVID test emailed back to us. We all were negative. Uh, and you can then take that PDF and you save it on your phone, your computer, whatever. And American Airlines had this app called Verify where you have to upload uh, your negative test into the app. You have to take a, a very random photo, like a selfie of yourself in the app. And like all of ours look like terrible, like ourselves. Yeah, they all look like mugshots, like like, like yeah. worse than oh, that. We look, <laughs> yeah, we look like like we should be arrested just for taking that photo. Like it was terrible. <laughs> so we um, so you get that set up. It's actually a hassle to get it set up. Like someone has to verify everything you put in there. It's like all this, but like we got it done. Uh, except for me, mine said that like my passport information didn't match, like my ticket reservation, like some BS like that. I, everything did match. I don't know why. So I had to check in at the counter at the airport to like get everything verified. Um, Which, I didn't do any of it because once Charlie told me that he couldn't do his, I just figured I might as well just do it like in person. Yeah, classic Knopf. So we, it was really smooth. Honestly, it took yeah. like a, a, a few minutes and we were fucking done. Like, so the reason why is because it's American Airlines and they have this app. So JetBlue is the other option uh, to fly there or, or oh, for us, right. right? And JetBlue, I think they fly out of Fort Lauderdale, which would have been better for us also. But the pricing was so different. Like, let's yeah. just do Miami. And the line for JetBlue to go to Miami, like people checking in before you even get through security. is nuts. Ridiculous. Like out of the door of the airport because everyone had to manually show their test and like sign this thing. Like instead of using the app, like it would have been a nightmare. Like it would have been hours just to check in. So – 
we're lucky that we did American there. We're lucky that we we read everything beforehand. But I thought that was interesting the way they do it. Uh, one thing that was sad for our friend who likes rocks. So he had. Uh, do we already say this? How he, they I said this. Yeah, yeah, they they confiscated the rocks at security. But this security was like you know you don't have to take off your shoes. You I know, love they, that. Yeah, they were very relaxed, all things considered. Mm. But when you, you got rocks in your your backpack, they they're not You've relaxed go about that. Them back into their natural habitat. Yeah, we can't cross mingle rocks, you know, from Central America to you know North. America. We can't do that. So you know, he got scolded for that a little bit. But yeah, the flight back was good. Oh, actually, what happened on the flight? There was like oh, there was like this. I was asleep on the flight. Oh so, yeah, so I was just watching it happen. Eyelashes again. Uh, no, that would have been much nicer for other people on board rather mm. than what happened. So there was quite a few dogs on this flight, um, like like three or four of them. They're all like small ones that can be kept in carriers. And this one guy, I don't even know exactly what happened, but this one guy was keeping his like dog on his lap or whatever. Uh, and it's like this little Shiba Inu. Um, but it looked like a crossbreed though. But, you know, that's besides the point. This dog kept, like, I guess, like, getting out of his... Like, his owner was just being, like, negligent. And, like, this dog, I think, like, got into another aisle and peed on a person. Oh, my God. And it, apparently it happened multiple was, times, though, right? I don't know if they peed multiple times. But it, but, like, it was just dog, running around like, the plane. Yeah, was like, he got two. warned multiple times. And then, like, multiple... Like, one, the flight attendant had to, like, one flight attendant had to like de-escalate the situation on this person who got peed and was like hey we can get you dry cleaning or whatever it's just like you know she has to handle this and she's like are you fucking kidding you me? guys you already in the air when the dog peed on the guy oh yeah, well yeah, in the yeah, air yeah. Oh, yeah. we were like, like at least like an hour and a half into the yeah. flight you know like i think i woke up to this you know and then after that happened then another guy comes over and he was just like bro this is the fourth time I'm coming over here like if you don't handle your dog and put it in its carrier, like you're not allowed to keep it in your lap. It's like it's not like a what is it? Um, I forget the word animal. for exactly a service yeah. animal. It's like yeah. we looked at your reservation. It's not a service animal. This is my fourth time coming to you here. Like if I have to come again, like we're calling the authorities like for you when you land. And I was like, dang, that's kind of oh serious. God. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and this is what I woke up to. I was like, oh man, that's a lot going on. Like all I'm trying to get is some pretzels uh, real quick. Yeah, that's the worst though. And people like just they act like like you know the dog. Like I get it. Like I I like dogs and all that stuff. But when they act like the dog's a person and like they just they expect that like you can't say anything about the dog. Like the dog's running around the airplane unattended, peeing on people. Like what argument can you possibly make to anyone on this plane or anyone that works on there that you are in the right? You can't just say poor Vita. Like everything is completely like not okay. the guy that got peed on can say that. Uh, you know, I think it it would have been less stressful if he did, but I don't blame him for being upset. I mean, that, that's insane. So that I guess that was a drama that happened on the plane. Um, but yeah, we land. You know, customs getting back in was also extremely smooth. You're like, yo, did you get like any gifts for anyone? And I'm like, nah, man. You go, right, man. You come on in. Back in the U.S. <laughs> they're like, sweet, dude, thanks. But like for whatever oh, yeah, reason, that's exactly what it was. He was like, yeah, did you bring any gifts for anyone? And I was like, nah. <laughs> I lied. Though. I totally brought like some souvenirs. Yeah, you sure. brought some souvenirs. I <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I didn't want to he tell didn't, him He that. didn't know that they were gifts. Oh, there's one other thing that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and it was for the service offerings for uh, American Airlines. So on the way to um, Costa Rica, I was like passed out for like the first hour or so. And then like, you know, the, the next hour or something like, 
you know, we kind of like chatted amongst ourselves and then Charlie pulled out his um, Nintendo Switch and we all played like Super Mario Party or something together, which was honestly a great way to pass the time. Um, now, on the yeah. way back, I did something similar where I kind of passed out for an hour. Uh, but on the way back, I was sitting next to like a, a brother and a sister, not like Charlie and our other friend. And, you know, the guy next to me was kind of like, hey, is there Internet? Like, do you know how all of this stuff works? Because there's no TVs in front of us. And also the first flight where I've seen like they'd have like a phone holder, yeah. like they have like a dedicated thing to like kind of pull up to put your phone in. And I didn't realize this until like the last like 45 minutes of the flight, like the way American Airlines worked here. And I don't know if this is for all of them now is they have like in-flight Wi-Fi for you to use. And then you use your own device to watch movies and other stuff that they have available. I had no clue about this until the end. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's been going on for a while. I mean, I don't know if everyone really? has it. Like some of them still have screens, but like a lot of them are moving to your own device. Yeah. Yeah. But the Wi-Fi like wasn't it, it was free to use like their entertainment that yeah, they provide, but not free to like you have to pay for like Wi-Fi like just to do whatever. Yeah, you, you want. can't do anything else. Basically, yeah. it's the same thing that was uh, mentioned on episode one of the podcast where this yes. airplane Wi-Fi doesn't work. But like I didn't realize that because I was asleep for most of it. And then you know I pulled out my iPad and I remember seeing the guy next to me being like, "Whoa, what the hell?" He's like, "Can you teach me how to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, give me your iPhone, bro. I got you. What do you want to watch?" <laughs> yeah, and the other thing that sucked too is like getting like your data like set up for like while you're in Costa Rica. Like I had a hell of a time from oh, like Charlie T-Mobile was stressing, or Sprint. Bro. Like because I, I had it all set up before, like how to get data while I'm out there or whatever. You know, because I wanted to like you know, like make sure like if we need a GPS, like I had that or like an app or like a whatever, just be, be able to communicate while I'm out there and they, Oh, you'll be good to go. You just do this. When you get there? I, I was on the phone like while we were forever trying to figure it out. It, it got figured out eventually. It was fine. But another thing to just keep in mind when you're traveling, get that set you up. Know, before you I know, it might've worked out for you is because when we went to Japan, T-Mobile, yeah. we have T-Mobile as well. It doesn't yeah. even have service there. So we had yeah. to get, it was actually really efficient. They have, these like mobile like personal hotspots that you can yeah. rent at the airport and it was like oh, a nice. lifesaver. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we do not if, I, if you're going to a place that where you, you know, I mean, you'd have to go somewhere really far right. probably for T-Mobile to not have service, but yeah, Japan no, was one of those places. There's one last thing I, I, um, I feel like ties back to Costa Rica and this is a frustrating thing about Apple devices. Uh, it comes down to um, how timers work on your phone. If you ever use timers, uh, they don't turn themselves off. So my Apple Watch has been dying pretty fast the last couple of days. I, I didn't realize why uh, until I looked at it today on one of the screens and I had a timer that's been running for the last 83 oh hours. My God. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. 83 they, they hours of timing. Yeah. Well, I have. I also have one last thing, which is also Apple related. So, Nafis has been doing this not just in Costa Rica, but he's doing it all over. So, on the plane in the Selena Bar, I think it maybe at the house party too. Random no, I didn't do it at the house party. You already know where I'm going to say. Uh, he was airdropping the podcast to people, <laughs> <laughs> just just like the Spotify link, whatever. I think he also he randomly. Is this would also the next random, marketing strategy? I think it. Well, it, this has been uh, a marketing strategy for a while from the office. He's been doing it. I think he first tested it out at our office. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Anywhere we yeah. go, he's doing it. A uh, you know, restaurant bar. And you know, I've done it here and there a little bit too. But the office is definitely quick to do it. Like he's just like down for it. 
I think we got one person on the plane to do it and no one in Costa Rica. Is that correct? Um, well, on Costa Rica, I didn't have service for most of the uh, time. But you could still airdrop w- without service. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, I guess you're right. I, yeah, I remember you, you, did it a I remember you telling Rica. me the same fucking shit and I kept forgetting. Um, the, Everyone denied the, it. No, but the issue is I have to have Wi-Fi to be able to access like the link and get into Spotify. Because otherwise oh, it doesn't right. load for me. Yeah. So you were just airdropping photos in Costa Rica, wasn't that? Was it? Wasn't that it? was it? You know. That's right. Prime photos of me. Yeah. Well, that yeah, some of those photos you were airdropping were a little, uh, a little suspect. But yeah, I'd say overall. So I think we tried to summarize it as best as we could. There's certainly a lot that we left out here, but I, I think we really kind of went over the main things here, Gary, that happened on our trip. Uh, did you did you I, think that was interesting? Good that trip? seemed like a hell of a lot for just a few days. So oh, I'm surprised dude. that there's, you left out there's, anything. Oh, uh, we, we certainly did. There's I mean, there's a lot that happened. So I think it was a, uh, you know, it was a it was a great trip. It was a great trip. We did a lot in that short amount of span of time. Well, Charlie, it was a pleasure going on your 30th birthday trip. I'm glad we had all the fun we did again against all odds. Uh, somehow. We are just professional world travelers. So everyone else, please stay tuned for the next episode, which will again be episode number eight, Uh, not to be confused, being maybe nine, ten, maybe you don't know how to count, but don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and uh, reach out to us on social media. (laughs) 